0: wizard team a harry potter cast for true Potterheads. each week we discuss a chapter from the series with all of our knowledge of the world of harry potter be warned this is a spoiler heavy podcast i'm Bayana,
1: and i'm robin we're really excited to go through these chapters and discuss all of our thoughts and feelings about the book today we're discussing chapter six of harry potter and the prisoner of azkaban talons and tea leaves
0: um, we have some announcements and reminders. We want this podcast to be interactive and want to know your thoughts, so please feel free to tweet along with us. Um, use the hashtag wizard team on Twitter to follow along.
1: Hubbard's BSU, What's that all about? So, you know...
0: Apply to that shit. I mean, not, I mean submit to that shit. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, you know, you ever, like, talking or reading a book and then, you know, like, last chapter, me and Bayana, we talking going through the book, and then something hits you, you're like, that's some white people shit. Neville, sit your ass down. Like, (laughs) in a damn train. Why? Well, you know, as a black person coming from the diaspora, we have some, you know, things that we have in common, culturally. And the Hogwarts BSU is a place for you to, like, you know, explore those feelings. Explore how you would react when... Neville Longbottom comes stomping in your train compartment in the pitch dark like he want you to do something. Like, what you gonna do? What he gonna do? Sit down. Hogwarts BSU. You can go to blackgirlsnerdout.com, check the website for guidelines. Um, Yeah. (laughs)
0: Love our blog. Love Wizard Team. Have the extra galleons lying around. Um, Please consider donating to Black Girls Nerd Out. Um, We are coming up close. These are just, I guess I'll just say it now. These are all timey-wimey episodes because we got stuff happening. um, Boy, do we ever. Robin's at LeviosaCon in July. Um, She's also at Comic-Con in July. I'm at work. You know, it's cool, but it has nothing to do with this. But we are going to um, London the first week of August. And we are trying to do some cool things and have good content and, um, try to do some really yeah, cool things, guys. You know.
1: Really cool. Really cool. We're
0: trying to keep it like, we don't want to like tell you everything. Cause then that's boring. And then you're already going to know. And then like, what's the point of that?
1: And um, also we don't know boys. if we'll be able to do all the cool things. Cause we don't know if we have right. the, the galleons or if we got, to do yeah, something. you know what I mean? so, um, the ideas are there though. And we're excited about it. So, um, yeah. Yeah. what, Donate. What, what you
0: I can go to com forward slash donate to find all of the ways that we take donations. Um, yeah.
1: So you should also subscribe to our newsletter every week or most weeks. Um, also, yeah, we're probably not going to get a newsletter when we're in London, just so you know. And probably yeah. not going to get a newsletter when I'm at Comic Con.
0: You're not going to get posts in London Yeah. Yet. That's, that's just
1: yeah. a thing that's gonna full disclosure. Full disclosure.
0: Don't ex- don't be on there on Tuesday like um, <laughs> what's going on? Uh, nothing. I'm in. London. Yeah. Uh, I mean, you'll probably get something on Tuesday. It just won't be. Yeah.
1: Wednesday. So
0: or in Thursday. Yeah,
1: exactly. So most weeks, um, we share nerd news and links to what's been going on in the nerd world. These are not Harry Potter specific, though. There is always a Harry Potter section. Um, of the newsletter or I don't know the section, but there's always a mention of Harry Potter cause we are who we are. And, um, don't so yes, yeah.
0: well, you won't, you're here.
1: Marriage. Yeah. You're, you're with us. <laughs> so if you want to be in the know, um, and know what's making us nerd out week after week, go to blackgirlsnerdout.com and be sure to subscribe.
0: Um, follow us on the social medias at we black and nerds on Twitter, black girls, nerd Out on Facebook, Um, black girl put out on Instagram and Tumblr wizard team Facebook group Um, you can join that it's awesome that would be awesome
1: Um, we have had a good number of people Um, it's not as you know
0: sorry guys
1: it's a good number of people and a great number of a great amount of great amount of conversation that's not right say
0: it again I don't know start over
1: <laughs> um, we've had some really good discussions on the Facebook group, is what I'm trying to get to. Um, with a good amount of, we have a, a decent amount of members. Um, the more the merrier, obviously, but we, it's a place really for, to really explore and go in depth with, you know, some of the bigger theories that you have, um, talk, through in a conversational manner, unlike Twitter. I mean, Twitter does allow for good conversations, but you know, this is a better place. You know, like the 140 character limit doesn't apply. So um, reach out to us. You can hit us up in the DMs of our Twitter. You can, um, on Facebook, you can message our page, Black Girls Nerd Out, if you want to be invited to the group. It's also, it's a closed group.
0: Um, yes. <laughs> sorry um wow okay um no news because it's timey me, like we said um some stuff went down probably if not that's cool too oh real quick big thing do not spoil the curse do files. not y'all won't but i just feel like we should put that on the record i mean we put do it not on not the record that. people already talking about this shit on twitter like the previews didn't like it hasn't even officially opened and y'all over here like articles talking about here's the plot to the cursed child we don't want to know queen joe is
1: like hey y'all chill with that don't
0: keep see how she made up a whole ass hashtag about these damn spoilers yeah. and y'all over here like here we're going to give you the plot shut up
1: ain't nobody ask you
0: don't tell me about nothing um y'all are cool though i know y'all won't do it but i just feel like that but spread
1: the word to your friends you know mm-hmm. like tell your friends y'all, y'all cool we all cool in this
0: Stay off the internet but with that. That's awesome. If you
1: see one of your friends being like, oh, did you see the thing? You you, you do what you mush them nope. in the face. You mush them. <laughs> you, know you know what I mean when I say mush, <laughs> you take your palm on their face and you mush them and you say, no spoilers. Keep the secrets. That's what you do. You go, hashtag, keep the secrets. <laughs>
0: so serious,
1: it, man. So serious. I S-I-R-I-U-S serious. Keep the secrets.
0: That's not I'm so irritated. I have to edit myself <laughs> on this podcast. Listen. My goodness. Um. Yeah. Keep the damn secrets. Okay. Let's get into the chapter. Talons and tea leaves. Chapter seven. Or no? Yeah. Sorry. I'm on the wrong chapter. chapter. six. Like chapter six. I know. That's why I said never mind. Because <laughs> I realized after I read it, I dog ear on the next page uh. on the next chapter. And then that messes me up every time, actually. So, my bad. Chapter 6, Towns <laughs> and Tea Leaves. Um, previously on Wizard Team, Remus is a boss. Dementors are around Hogwarts. Draco's an asshole. Um, Hagrid's a teacher. Let's go.
1: Let's do this. <laughs>
0: um, when Harry, Ron, and Hermione entered the Great Hall for breakfast the next day, the first thing they saw was Draco Malfoy, who seemed to be entertaining a large group of Slytherins with a very funny story. As they passed, Malfoy did a ridiculous impression of a swooning fit, and there was a roar of laughter. Um, so again, basically the reason why I benched him last chapter is just right back into that. Ignore
1: him, said Hermione. Just ignore him. It's not worth it. Um... So Harry still feels that same sense of guilt that we were, or shame, not guilt, shame that we were talking mm-hmm. about in the last chapter. Um, and, like, it's literally, it's the next day. They, It's the first day of school, really. Um, mm-hmm. And the first thing he sees, you know, like, you wake up, you get ready, come down to breakfast, and the first thing you see is this motherfucker right here.
0: Like. Like. He's, he woke up, and that was still the thing he was thinking about. Mouth need He needs do. a hobby. To go somewhere. Like,
1: okay, timey-wimey and whatever, but Dr- uh, Draymond Green was recently suspended for the Game 5 of the um, finals because he just keep on um, punching people or going at people's crotch area, right? Just crotch shots galore. And we were talking about it, and my brother said, oh, he's been... Bench for habitual line stepping. And I feel like that is, like, the perfect example of, like, or the perfect way to phrase, like, Malfoy. Like, habitual Mm -hmm. line steppage. Like, you've gotten, like, hey, Malfoy, chill. Hey, we benched you. Hey, we benched you. We benched you again. And what does he do? Same shit. Different day. It's It's a problem. So... Um, Harry dropped into the seat at the Gryffindor table next to George Weasley. Uh, they're looking at their course schedules and George is like, what's up with you, Harry? Cause he obviously looks crestfallen. That's a good word. Mm-hmm. Crestfallen. Um, Malfoy said Ron sitting down on George's other side and glaring over at the Slytherin table. George looked up in time to see Malfoy pretending to faint with terror. That little git. He wasn't so cocky last night when the Dementors were down on our end of the train Came running into our compartment, didn't he, Fred? Nearly wet himself, said Fred with a contemptuous glare at Ma- glance at Malfoy. Like, that's the other thing about Malfoy, is like, you want to play hard, but we all know you ain't hard.
0: At all. At all. Like, you, why are you lying? We only got a lot of
1: kids. Ooh, oh, my God.
0: Like, he's just doing so much. And. For no. That's the thing, is like, it's so much, he's doing so much to take, like, he's. It's, like, in some way, he's trying to take the attention off of him and then also put it on himself at the same time. Like, he, yeah. And it's and it's also just, he like... Has a lot of, he has a lot of, like, self-esteem issues. issues. But it's also
1: just, like, the Slytherins just continue to allow that to happen because he is who he is. Mm-hmm. And it goes, again, to the Dudley-Dursley um, com- comparison where it's, like, Dudley's this big bully, but when the shit goes down... Not saying that, like, it's not completely just, like, understandable, but when the shit goes down, Harry's the one saving him. You know what I mean? Like, right. where's that big tough bully now? Um, mm-hmm. So, yeah. Just, Malfoy got a Malfoy.
0: Yeah. Um, I wasn't too happy myself, said George. They're horrible things, those dementors. Sort of freeze your insides, don't they? said Fred. You didn't pass out, though, did you? said Harry in a low voice. Forget it, Harry, said George. Dad had to go out to Azkaban one time, remember Fred? And he said it was the worst place he'd ever been. He came back all weak and shaking. They sucked the happiness out of a place to mentors. Most of the prisoners go mad in there.
1: Um, so... This is really interesting because we are constantly... So, like, we have been... It's reinforced here in, like, three different ways. Like, George admits to feeling bad. So does Fred. Then they tell Harry... Like, and obviously, Malfoy almost wet himself. Um, And then they tell Harry that, like, even Arthur... Because to the Weasleys, you know, we've talked about, like, they look up to Arthur. Like, they, you know, like, emulate him. And obviously, he's awesome. He's a great dad. Mm -hmm. Um, But, like, to them, it's, like, kind of their way of being, like, even our dad, like, is affected by these things. And Harry is still... I, I think he feels, like, a little bit of solidarity in... And them showing their vulnerability, but he still doesn't feel like, he still is like, you know, um, you didn't pass out. You know what I mean? Like still that, that kind of like shame and embarrassment. He still feels that Mm -hmm. even with all of these examples of like, no, we probably, none of us passed out, but it, it affected us. Like it still affects, yeah. yeah, it
0: still affects us. Um, um, anyway, we'll see how happy Malfoy looks after our first Quidditch match," said Fred. "Gryffindor versus versus Slytherin, first game of the season. Remember? Um, feeling so? This cheers Harry up. Um, Hermione was examining her new schedule. Oh, good, we're starting some new subjects today," Hermione said. Ron, "They've messed up your schedule. Look, they've got you down for about ten subjects a day. There isn't enough time. Mm-hmm. I'll, manage. I've, <laughs> I've, I'll manage. I'll manage." I fixed it all with Professor McGonagall. But look, said Ron, laughing. See, this morning, nine o'clock divination, and underneath, nine o'clock muggle studies. And look, underneath that, or arithmetic, nine o'clock. I mean, I know you're good, Hermione, but no one's that good. How are you supposed to be in three classes at once? Don't be silly, said Hermione shortly. Of course, I won't be in three classes at once. Yay. Yeah,
1: <laughs> well, um, then, pass the marmalade, said Hermione. And I wrote <laughs> deflecting. Like,. Um, mm-hmm. it's really interesting though, because he, she says like, again, um, Oh Ron, what's it to you if my schedule's a bit full? I told you I fixed it all with professor McGonagall. Um, it's weird though, that she would even have her schedule out like that. I mean, I don't know. Cause they're talking about schedules and that's fine. But like, I feel like McGonagall would be like, pick a schedule that you tell your friends like, you know, I'm... Well, I guess you can't. Oh,
0: yeah, that's what
1: you saying. I guess you can't, really, because Harry and Ron are like, I saw you in Divinations, and then, you know, Ginny's like, or, I don't know, not Ginny, who's another girl, Povarty is like, no, Povarty's in Divination too whatever some other girl hannah abbott is like hey hermione do you remember what so-and-so said in the wrist this this morning and then if harry and ron are there they're like but you were in <laughs> so it, it's weird it's like that you're not supposed to talk about it but it feels like
0: i mean i think that that's kind of the point is that it's kind of difficult to <laughs> like she's doing pretty well at, like deflecting it but it's still like a glaring <laughs> like it's a yeah, thing, it's clearly. A, it, and yeah. it keeps
1: showing up, um, which I mm-hmm. love.
0: Um, just then, uh, Hagrid entered the Great Hall. Um, all right, he said eagerly. Wait, no, 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 no. My first ever left. No, 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 uh-huh. no.
1: He entered the Great Hall where they're eating. Oh, sorry.
0: he was Eating. Yeah, breakfast. Yeah, right, sorry.
1: Absentmindedly swinging a dead pole cap from one enormous hand. Ill. <laughs> I'm trying to eat. <laughs> Hagrid. Why you got to bring dead stuff in the Great Hall, though?
0: Can't do that. Unless
1: it's on my plate and dead. It don't belong in here.
0: Same ass reason that Harry should took a shower before that feast after the Chamber of Secrets. It's literally the same thing. It's not hygienic.
1: We're on a whole new book.
0: It's still a thing that happened. And I feel like we need to figure out why he wasn't clean before. contaminating everyone's food. How is no one dead when they have basilisk venom and blood all up in their shit? Okay. Some of those some of those Gryffindors didn't come back. That's all I'm
1: saying. <laughs> Not just the seventh years. Some of them...
0: <laughs> yeah. Some of them. Some of them. Just, that was the end. This is gone. Um, you're in my first ever lesson. Right after lunch. Been up since five getting everything ready. Hope it's okay. Me, a teacher. Honestly. He grinned broadly at them and headed off to the staff table, still swinging the polecat. Um, we, why? Yes. Wonder what he's been getting ready, said Ron. A note of anxiety in his voice. And
1: Ron, um, oh, okay, I got it. No, go no, ahead. No, I was just like, I, I was like, oh, I can't I, I got who, who wins. Um, might my VP? Uh-huh. <laughs> so, oh, got it. I
0: was, oh, uh, oh. okay. But, um,
1: Ron, but I, sorry, I wanted oh. to... Yeah, okay, I had a thing. thing. Yeah, no, no, no. <laughs> I had a thing, and then I had a, and then I was like, oh. But Ron's, like, note of anxiety is, like, so um, valid, right? Because, like, all they know right now is Hagrid has had about three months to prepare, I guess, for being a teacher. To even be, like, a properly... He's not a fully certified wizard, right? Like, and we talked about this. Mm-hmm. Like, he has the... Um, practical knowledge to do the job, but there are all of these other skills that you need to have um, to be a teacher. And also, like, you're absentmindedly swinging a dead polecat in the great hall. Like, we just need you to be a little bit more aware, self-aware, and just aware.
0: Perhaps.
1: Um, And so, like, the fact that Hagrid can't barely believe that he's a teacher is, like, Valid. Neither can the rest of the student body. <laughs> um, so Ron checked his course, his course schedule. We better go look Divination's at the or we better go look divination at the top of North Tower. It'll take us ten minutes to get there. So they quickly finished their breakfast and walked back through the hall. As they passed the Slytherin table, Malfoy did another impression of a fainting fit. And the shouts of laughter followed Harry into the entrance hall. He got a cut.
0: He does. Um, The journey through the castle to North Tower was a long one. Two years at Hogwarts hadn't taught them everything about the castle, and they'd never even been inside North Tower before. There's got to be a shortcut, Ron panted. Um, As they climbed their seventh long staircase and emerged on an unfamiliar landing where there was nothing but a large painting of a bare stretch of grass hanging on the stone wall. I think it's this way, said Hermione, peering down the empty passage to the right. Can't be, said Ron. That's south. Look, you can see a bit of the lake out of the window. Um, Harry was watching the painting. A fat, dapple gray pony had just ambled onto the grass and was grazing nonchalantly. Harry was used to the subjects of Hogwarts paintings moving around and leaving their frames to visit one another, but he would always enjoyed watching it. A moment later, a short, squat knight in a suit of armor clanked into the picture of his pony. Um, by the look of the grass stains on his metal knees, he had just fallen ooh, off. Ooh, ooh. Uh-huh.
1: Can can I read him? Cause I yeah. love him. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, I got the I got the kid. Okay.
1: Aha. Uh-huh. What villains are these that trespass upon my private lands? Come to scorn at my fall, perchance? Draw, you knaves, you dogs.
0: (laughs) They watched in astonishment as the little knight tugged his sword out of its scabbard and began brandishing it violently, hopping up and down in rage, but the sword was too long for him. A particularly wild swing made him overbalance, and he landed face down in the grass. Are you all right, said Harry, moving closer to the Get
1: back, you scurvy braggart! Back, you rogue! I love him.
0: The knight seized his sword again and used it to push himself back up, but the blade sank deeply into the grass and, though he pulled with all his might, he couldn't get it out again. Finally, he had to flop back down onto the grass and push up his visor to mop his sweating face. "'Listen,' said Harry, "'we're looking for the North Tower. You don't don't know the way, do you?' "'A quest!
1: Come, follow me, dear friends, and we shall find our goal, or else shall perish bravely
0: in the charge!' He gave the sword, another fruitless tug, tried and failed to mount the fat pony, gave up and... On tried.
1: foot then, good sirs and gentle lady,
0: on, on! And he ran, clanking wildly, into the left side of the frame and out of sight. Um, so they run after him. Um, every now and then, they spotted him running through a picture ahead. Be
1: stout of heart, the worst is yet to come!
0: <laughs> yelled the knight, and they saw him reappear in front of an alarmed group of women in Crenol, mm, Crenolines. I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> Crenolines, something. Um, whose picture hung on the wall of the narrow spiral staircase? Um, so they climb against the tight, climb the tightly spiraling steps, getting dizzier and dizzier until at last they heard the murmured voices above them and knew they had reached the classroom.
1: Farewell, farewell, my comrades in arms. If ever again you need a noble, you you have need of noble heart and steely sinew. Call upon Sir Cadogan.
0: Yeah, we'll call you, muttered Ron, if we ever need someone mental. Uh, um, Sir
1: Catagon is...
0: You could have said thank right? you. Right?
1: He was, he was all about it. He's,
0: he has a lot happening, but going on with his life... He's
1: doing the most, um, but he's doing the most doing in the such most, a lovely way. But
0: he did... You weren't going to make it to class on time. Um, okay. They climbed the last few steps and emerged onto a tiny landing where most of the class had already assembled... There was no door off this landing, but Ron nudged Harry and pointed at the ceiling. There was a circular trap door with a bl- brass plaque on it. I I just love how, like, different...
1: The classroom. Or,
0: like, n- how different the classroom is, but also just, like, Hogwarts has so many, like, weird, like, nooks and crannies. And, like, yeah.
1: It's awesome. I think it's really funny, too, because, um...
0: I mean, I wouldn't want to go. I wouldn't... i climb all them stairs and shit. I right? They
1: don't have some elevators or something. Good. But...
0: Sure or like escalators or some shit.
1: Yeah. Or you know. anyway, but I think it's funny too because like Hogwarts was built to be a school, correct? Like um
0: <laughs> well, is that maybe? I
1: believe so because the f- founders got together and I don't know, they founded Hogwarts. So maybe they just founded it and set yeah, it in this school. That's why I'm not sure if
0: they built the physical castle or if just like the school. Yeah,
1: but um cuz I'm I yeah, in the in Europe I had a friend um, a French friend, but still European. Um, he talked about how the reason why there's so many buildings and things that are, um, so old is because they have the culture of like reusing buildings and like refurbishing them. So something that could have been, um, a hospital turns into a school, turns into whatever, and they don't tear down the building to rebuild a new thing. Mm -hmm. They just retrofit it and you know keep it going and that's how they kind of preserve history Mm -hmm. so it makes sense too that like this castle could have belonged to some crazy medieval family of wizards and when they decided to start a school they built it out a castle that already existed but
0: yeah,
1: on the other hand I think the cool thing about Hogwarts to me is that because it is um, a place of learning and learning by, example, by virtue of what it is, is, is all about just, like, exploration and experiments and, like, you know, trying things out, that they have all of these weird weird places in the castle that have become a part of the castle, like the Chamber of Secrets, for instance, because Salazar Slytherin was like, I, yo, I need this place to do, mm-hmm. you know, to purge the school or whatever, which is... whatever ridiculous Ridiculous. but you know and then like the room of requirement becomes something and then like I quite possibly the North Tower didn't have this whole thing until Trelawney got there and like fitted a place that suited her you know what I mean and Mm -hmm. I think that's what's so great and cool about Hogwarts is that the Hogwarts that the trio sees is probably similar but different to the Hogwarts that the Marauders have because,
0: right? I mean, like you know, there's that other thing in In Order of the Phoenix when Ferens comes to teach divination, and they turn like a classroom into yeah. a forest, like it's amazing. Just that kind of stuff.
1: It's and awesome. God, Joe, we don't need anything else. We do need a Marauder series. We just,
0: yeah.
1: what does the Marauders Hogwarts look like?
0: Like of all the things, we're getting, but we don't get. Teenage series and <laughs> Surly, sniveling, silky.
1: I was not silky. Slimy, sever, Snape. Lily. Give it to us. Need these. Just need give
0: these it things. to
1: us. Um, yeah. So. <laughs> um,
0: okay. Civil so we'll Trelawney... Um, divination teacher, Harry read, how are we supposed to get up there? As though in answer to his question, the trap, the trap door suddenly opened and a silvery ladder descended right at Harry's feet. Everyone got quiet. Um, after you said Ron grinning. So Harry climbed the ladder first. He emerged in the strangest looking room he had ever seen. In fact, it didn't look like a a classroom at all. More like a cross between someone's attic and an old fashioned tea shop. At least 20 small circular tables were crammed inside it all surrounded by chintz sh- uh, armchairs, and fat little poofs. Everything was lit with dim crimson light, and curtain. the curtains at the windows were all closed, and many lamps were draped with dark red scarves. I would um,
1: fall asleep so fast, but, but also... Right, it was stiflingly
0: warm, <laughs> and the fire that was burning under the crowded mantle plates was giving off a heavy, sickly sort of perfume as it heated a large copper kettle. Yeah. It I'm reminds
1: just... me of those old, like, hotels. was like, it, we, I stayed at this hotel once during, like, around Christmas time. And they, like, pumped the place with, like, spices. It was, like, supposed to, like, smell like Christmas. And I was just like, ugh, I gotta get out of mm-hmm. here. Like, it just yeah. made me, like, you know. um But just, like, that whole, it's dark and dim in there. You're sitting, you're not mm-hmm, sitting. And it's warm. And it's warm. Yeah, you're not sitting, like, at a, like, a hard desk and chair. You're mm-hmm. sitting, like, on these, like, Armchairs, and you have this like nice, you know, tea and these big poofy poof poofs, which is like a
0: it'd be a wrap it, for yeah. me because, and she's British, like, I had a British, like, and not
1: even, you're so rude. I had
0: a, I had a, no, not even rude, no, but like, literally, I had well, that's not totally true because I had another British professor who I didn't fall too bad, but I had one British professor in college who, like, I think it was just his voice was like really. Sing song-y No? No, just, like, kind of monotone, kind of. Okay. He was actually, like, an interesting professor, and, like, the classes that I took with him were awesome, but, like, it was always right at... The two classes I took from him were right after lunch, Mm -hmm. and it was always, like, dim in the room, (laughs) and so I'd be sitting there, and I could not, I could not for the life of me, like, stay awake. (laughs) Yeah. And it made me, like, I've always felt bad, but I was, like, I really, like... I was sitting there, I would just be dozing off the entire yeah.
1: Class. But the thing that's really oh, yeah. funny, too, is, like, about dozing off, like, they're coming straight from breakfast, so they're still, like, it's right. not, they're it's not...
0: like, once you've eaten, you're not totally digested. And you, like, it's out.
1: not that far, you haven't been awake that long, so, like, it's so exactly. easy to fall back asleep, and you're just like, oh, man. Um, so, Ron appeared at Harry's shoulder as the class assembled around them, all talking in whispers, where is she? A voice came out of the shadows, a soft, misty sort of voice. Welcome. How nice to see you in the physical world at last.
0: Harry's immediate impression was of a large, glittering insect. (laughs) Professor Trelawney moved into the firelight, and they saw that she was very thin. Her large glasses magnified her eyes to several times the natural size, and she was draped in a gauzy, spangled shawl. Innumerable chains and beads hung from her spindly neck, and her arms and hands were encrusted with bangles and can we blindness.
1: shout out Emma Thompson real quick just
0: for just oh, murdering
1: yeah. that like she just was like
0: oh okay got page back,
1: 102 I of, child, of <laughs> Harry Potter of the prisoner basketball got
0: exactly. it I got, got it
1: um sit my children she said um, and they all climbed awkwardly into armchairs and sank onto poops "'Welcome to Divination. My name is Professor Trelawney. "'You may not have seen me before. "'I find that descending too often into the hustle and bustle of the main school clouds my inner eye.'"
0: "'Nobody said anything Anything to this extraordinary pronouncement. "'Professor Trelawney delicately rearranged her shawl and continued.'" "'So
1: you have chosen to study Divination.'" The most difficult of all magical arts. I must warn you, at the outset, if you do not have this sight, there is very little I will be able to teach you. Books can only take you so far in this field.
0: So real quick, what's the point then? Like, what's the point of taking a class if you can't actually like be taught anything? If you don't, Like, if you have to have a specific set of skills from the outset then what's the point I,
1: I like to think of it the same way that it's like you learn sports right you like everyone not everyone but a lot of kids go to youth softball youth basketball or whatever and you learn the rules and the people that have that gift of like athletic ability like they'll continue on but like everyone has this like it's what makes people end up I think how you end up being a fan of games a lot too is like you know the rules, you know the, like, the objective things that make up this subject, and then you, but you won't excel at it unless you have that talent, like, or that's something extra, like, you know, you can be, you can know everything there is to know about basketball, but you have to be born seven feet to, like, you know what I mean? So, like, to to, ex, to not excel at the game, but, like, to be able to compete at that level with a bunch of other seven-footers, right? Like, the, the... And so I think that's, like, you, it's a, this marriage of physical gifts, but then also this, like, hard work and um in having discipline of knowing. So... um And I kind of feel like...
0: It just seems like... It just seems like in... Like, I understand what you're saying, but, like, this is a class yeah. that you're going to be graded on and have to take tests on and, like will determine your future, and if you can't actually, like... Yeah, and I think the thing... Teach me ...is that
1: because of who Trelawney is, um, like, I don't... I can't really remember, but I feel like in Order of the Phoenix, um, Friends has a lot of issues because he's all up in the clouds and studying, it's but... It's the
0: same thing with him. No, even him, he, even he's like, oh, no, this is pointless because we can't really learn... We can't really know anything anyway, and humans can't see everything that's into our Yeah, and even what we see doesn't really mean that it's actually gonna happen, so it's, like, all... Oh, yeah, but just, I think... Both On both sides, it's not even, it's not just, it's not like a... Trelawney specific a, um,
1: thing, yeah.
0: Yeah, not at all. It's just like the class. Yeah, and I
1: think, like, you know, because we talked about, um what did we talk about this on the podcast? We have so many Potter conversations that I have no idea, but mm-hmm. we talked about, like, why, you know, like, Dumbledore was getting ready to just get rid of divination altogether and then decided to mm-hmm. keep Trelawney yeah. to, like, protect her, which again, does not mean that you have to keep the class.
0: We talk, I think we,
1: yeah, we talked about <laughs> Okay, cool. But um, so a lot of the reason why they're in this class is just because Dumbledore got a Dumbledore and was like, hey, you need something to do. Nepotism or whatever that, you know.
0: I mean, it's not really It's not
1: really nepotism, nepotism, but, you know, whatever that is. Yeah. like.
0: She don't need a job, um, basically. I mean, she needs a job. She doesn't need yeah.
1: a job. So I think there's that element of it, which is, true, and you have to, you know, but I also think that there's something to, like, Trilani is, like, (laughs) the amazing thing about her is that she actually is a seer. She just can't remember when she does see things, and she has, like, she does do some, like, interesting things that I've, like, marked in here. She says, you know, around Easter, one of our numbers will be lost forever. She tells Neville, which is also kind of, though, a self-fulfilling prophecy, the way that, um,
0: Wait, let's okay. read it. But,
1: so, I won't... Yeah, we'll read it. But, like, so she she does have some amount of, like, when she's being fraud, Trelawney, some amount of skill of just, like, knowing certain signs and reading certain things that might be true. Um, but you would not know... All right, I guess I'm, what I'm thinking is, like, your potential to be a seer wouldn't be recognized unless you were in the class and have some foundation. Right? Sure. You don't agree. That's a Hermione in you No, <laughs> I just I just need you to
0: repeat it. I didn't I didn't like it. I'm
1: I'm yeah. sa- what I'm saying is is that like like LeBron James would never know what he was capable of as a basketball player unless he tried to play basketball.
0: Okay. So you funny. would not
1: ne- like you don't know my thing is like I don't think that it should be, and I give them credit for this. It's like it's not a class; it's not a required class, right? And mm-hmm. you can, as we see with Hermione, like you don't have to take it. You can drop it if you want to. You, you have to be mm-hmm. interested in it, but you won't know if you have the capacity to be a seer unless you try to see, right? Mm-hmm. So that's my yeah, my that's thought good. process on why it's a class. I I but. It, the rest of it I totally agree with you on, but no, that's, yeah, like, no, my I, only... I, <laughs> like.
0: Yeah, no, totally. Um, at these words, both Harry and Ron glanced, grinning at Hermione, who looked startled at the news that books wouldn't be much help in the subject, because they're petty, and I feel like they shouldn't be that... But
1: old. she's also um, a lot to handle.
0: And they, And they also, like... She is, but I'm sorry. But also like, they worry about her I,
1: because... I have the same thing with you and your Hermione Ways, like you are very much like, this is how I do things, this is how I go, like I plot out how I go about things, and being like, okay, but you have to have some capacity f- for improvising and just doing, you know? Um, and I think that they no, I, I, wor- I, I think they're I think they're more true. glancing at her because they're worried that knowing that she can't
0: they're not worried they're smiling at her
1: well running. but in the same way i grin at you when someone is like hey you want to do something right now and you're like whoa whoa, whoa. where's the plan no, can we plan this out absolutely not it's not on my schedule
0: <laughs> and my thing okay really quickly this is just to like yes everything you're saying is true but now i feel like i need to like explain um because all everything you just said is right like do not like if you ever meet me don't ask me in that moment, hey, do you want to do this thing right now today? Because I will most likely say no, because that freaks me out. Like, I need a... Co- and it's not even like I need, like, a full plan. Because obviously if you say, hey, do you want to meet me at this bar tonight or whatever? That's like a... You know, I mean, those are details. Where it is, when, all like that, That's details. Cool. But if it's, like, tonight, I'm like, but I've already committed in my... It's not like I have a set, like, at, at 5 o'clock, I'll be doing this at 6 o'clock. At 9.30, it's more like, this is my mood at this point. I've committed to being at home. (laughs) And now you're asking me to leave my house. And I
1: have not put myself in the mindset to leave my house. And it's only,
0: yeah, I'm not in the mindset to do that. I've been like, I woke up today with the intention of staying home. And now you're asking me to leave (laughs) in two hours. It's not happening. I'm in bed. I'm not wearing pants. Like, I'm chilling. I'm watching Netflix. I'm content. Like, no, no, you can't make me do that. You know what I mean? Like, so it's less of like, I mean, yeah, no, I do, for anything, I like to have some kind of a plan. Like, I don't want to just be like, hey, we should go, we should go chill. Okay. Where, when, with who, like, I just, I need all that information, but also it's just like last minute shit also gives me anxiety and so I don't like it and I just need you to at least give me like... Maybe one day, depending, but, like, two days is really safe for me. Yeah, and I am a little (laughs) bit
1: of a mixture of those things, but I also, like, we got into this conversation the other day, because I'm like, oh, we should do this, and then all of a sudden, I'm doing this thing, and Violet's like, if you just had that idea and wrote it down and kept it to yourself and then shared when you were ready to do that, then you wouldn't Mm -hmm. feel so overwhelmed right now, and I'm like... That's not mm-hmm. how my brain works. I wouldn't have the idea. Like, the idea comes as it's coming out of my mouth. There's no there yeah. is And I'm like, no stop. it
0: comes, and I'll be excited. I might tell you, <laughs> but I generally keep it to myself because I'm like, I can't
1: do that right now. And I'm like, oh, man, I'm doing happen. this thing now. I didn't plan on yeah. it, but it came out of my mouth. But I'm
0: like, I just need, like, it doesn't have to be a specific like plan plan but it just needs to have some kind of but something yeah to but it taking where it it seems like a thing why somebody is like banging really loud outside my house so if you hear that I don't, don't hear lie. it
1: but we'll see okay, but um good.
0: but like it might pick up on might,
1: me yeah but taking okay. it back to Harry Potter I think like when I when I'm around and that happens to you because I know your reaction it I don't know what that, schadenfreude or something. I, I, like, it doesn't make me love you any less. And it kind of makes me love you more because I'm going to laugh. And I don't know if I'm laughing at you. I think it's a mixture. I'm laughing at you. I'm laughing at the situation you found yourself in. And I'm laughing at the knowledge of how uncomfortable you now are because of this situation <laughs> while everyone else is just like, what's what's going on? What's going on? You know what I mean? It's like, I know you well enough. And I think that's what it is with Ron and Harry. It's like, they know her so they know the immediate, like, they, they have already sensed the immediate, like, panic that came on t- across Hermione's face. Like, but I had, a, this is a class, and I have a plan, and this is how I study, and this is how I do well. And if you tell me that I'm not, I'm built to do well within the confines of how I take in knowledge and then give it back to you, I have to re format my whole plan and how am I going to get an A and it's am I going to graduate on time and like you could hear like they can hear the spiral in her head so yes probably petty but petty out of love like hey. based, pettiness based in love
0: I mean you know why it's really funny Is because it's gonna backfire on them because who's gonna do their homework <laughs> for them
1: true Awkward. <laughs> which is how um, <laughs> oh my god which is how you me and akira are the golden trio because you're hermione i'm hairy in the not brave or whatever but in the like i'm the middle like a little bit of both and then icky is mm. ron and it's just like but who
0: i'm totally let me sit down I and totally copy my is ron copy my I feel homework like, i feel like you're more hairy on, on default, default yeah because- yeah yeah like because Ikira is really <laughs> wrong and I'm Yeah.
1: Me. <laughs> and I'm just like in the middle, like, well, I could do a little bit of both. Like <laughs> I can have some chill and I can be completely chillless.
0: Well, no. Rude. The chill, that's not the way to Okay, well I, I can
1: have a I can have some scale. sense and I can be completely without sense.
0: Okay.
1: The pause, the shade in that pause.
0: I was thinking about it. So rude. Um,
1: I will do my homework. But I will also right. copy your homework if I don't care enough to do it myself. Or but if I ended up, yeah. you know, binging on, what? You had all this time to do your homework. Yeah, but Star Trek Next Generation. You had all
0: time to write your posts or your story. Listen. But you watching Star Trek. That's. Can you write my story for me?
1: <laughs> um, no. <laughs> but you know it. I talked to you about um, it. I really...
0: Mm, how about now?
1: But, see, what happened was... Then it's
0: not your story.
1: But, it, you know, that's fine. I can get a like, inspired by the brain of Robin.
0: Okay, retry. Okay. okay.
1: Many witches and wizards, talented though they are in the area of loud bangs and smells and sudden disappearings, yet are unable to penetrate the veiled mysteries of the future. It is a gift granted to few. You boy, is your grandmother well? Looking at Neville.
0: (laughs) I think so, said Neville, tremulously. I wouldn't
1: be so sure if I were you, dear. We will first be covering the basic methods of divination this year. The first term will be devoted to reading the tea leaf. Next term we will progress to palmistry. By the way, my dear, beware of the red-haired man.
0: Okay, really quickly. So, part of it is she's, like, very clearly trying to
1: impress.
0: And, it's and like, shade, what, like, all the shade, and yeah, that too. Um, it's like some, and some of the stuff is like okay, like yeah, that might happen. Like even we find out some stuff with like lavender later in the book, but like a lot of it is totally her, just like full being full of it, and then she kind of like lands on some yeah. things, but she's trying to like impress them into thinking that she's some like mystic being who like could see the future and shit.
1: She's trying and to like miscleo them as in like I can tell yeah. like and that's the one thing is, like you should always I don't know I have like this weird thing about fortune tellers and stuff because I kind of believe that you can like divine the future but the future is very fluid so like I can have a sense that you might be on this path but that doesn't mean that like mm-hmm. At any point, it's, it's inevitable. inevitable. Yeah, it's not in, it's not destined to happen. Um, mm-hmm. And anything that you do can change the future, right? I totally believe in that. But also, like, the idea that I can, like, know that you are about to sneeze in five seconds. Like, that is crap, right? Um, <laughs> and I feel like anyone that tries to, like, convince you that they can see the future to that level of minute detail is inevitably a fraud but that those are the kind of parlor tricks that people like to use to kind of prove Mm. that they have this kind of sight. so yeah um and also like the thing about like Provardi gives a startled look at ron who was right behind her it's like she probably said beware the redhead man because she saw ron you know what i mean and like Exactly. Neville and is your is, grandmother. Like, she's
0: teaching kids who are like gullible yeah. and like impressionable. And so she's like, oh my God, she... you know how many redhead kids are in, I mean, at least five. <laughs> like, probably <laughs> Ooh, more. I
1: gotta go to, Whew. Okay. I'm in the wrong place. They're not nearly Reed, enough.
0: Read Trelawney. Okay.
1: But also one more thing is like she, Neville is very famously raised by his grandmother. So is your grandmother well is just.
0: Right, like, everybody knows what happens
1: to the long, right? long like. So, it's not that impressive when you break it down. Um, in the second term, we shall progress to the crystal ball if we have finished with fire omens, that is. Unfortunately, classes will be disrupted in February by a nasty bout of the flu. I myself will lose my voice, and around Easter, one of our numbers will leave us forever. I wonder, dear, she said to Lavender Brown, if you could pass me the largest silver teapot. Thank you, my dear. Incidentally, that thing you were dreading, it will happen on the Friday, on Friday, the 16th of October.
0: That's the other thing. is like all of her um, predictions are like doom and gloom. And so then it's like, so, you know, you could be like, hey, by the way. Congratulations
1: just, um, on that happiness yeah, that's coming at you. On
0: that one thing, you know. Oh, that thing you were waiting on. You yeah. Know Congratulations not oh the thing you're dreading is gonna that, happen or beware the red haired man or like it's all bad stuff. Yeah and stuff. that's
1: <laughs> kind of where Hermione's logic kicks in of like well it's self-fulfilling prophecy like they died of fright mm-hmm. because they saw this grim as opposed to because they exactly. know what the they're like oh I'm supposed to die now like you know what I mean. um And so that's kind of also the thing that we have with like our news um we have terrible news all the time, especially today, timey wimey or whatever. But um people like not profit, but they like delight in like the or the the tragedy gets the most reaction or, you know, it sells mm-hmm. better. I don't know what. And it's also I think you can trick yourself into bad things more than you can trick your, you can hop yourself or trick yourself into good things happening. So If I go around thinking something bad's going to happen on Friday, the 16th of October, anything, like, I'm willing that bad thing to happen, but then also I can then, something that is completely innocuous, I can then take on as, like, oh, that was a terrible thing. You know, Mm -hmm. like, Bionna Bionna didn't text me. That was the bad thing that was going to happen. Right? Like... (laughs) Or she got busy and she just didn't text you today. You know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. and I'm just like waiting for that thing
0: to... For something bad.
1: Exactly. exactly. Um, okay. Um,
0: yeah, so she divides them into pairs. Um, they drink the tea and then until the dregs remain, uh, swill the cups until... Swill these around the cup three times. With the left hand and then turn the cup upside down on its saucer. Wait for the last of the tea to drain away then give your cup to the partner to read. Um, you, interp- the, you will interpret the patterns using pages five and six of Unfogging the Future. Um, I should move among you, help, helping and instructing. Oh, and dear, she caught Neville by the arm. After you've broken your first cup, would be be so kind as to select one of the blue patterned ones? I'm rather attached to the pink. Um, Sure enough, Neville had no sooner reached the shelf of teacups when there was a tinkle of breaking china. Um, Professor Trelawney swept over him holding a dustpan and brush and said, one of the blue ones then, dear, if you wouldn't mind. Also,
1: if she knew that, like, Uh, why can't you just get him a cup? Oh, dear, hold out here.
0: Or... Let me get it for you. Or just have him take a blue one from the the beginning. But then also, like, Neville is a nervous Mm -hmm. person. You tell him he's gonna break a cup, he's gonna break a cup. Like...
1: Exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, when Harry and Ron had finished their, had their teacups filled, they went back to their table and tried to drink the scalding tea quickly. They swirled the dregs around as Professor Trelawney had instructed, then drained the cups and swapped them. Right, said Ron. What can you see in mine? A load of soggy brown stuff, said Harry. The heavily perfumed smoke in the room is making him feel sleepy and stupid, and I think that that is important. I think she yeah. wants them to feel off kilter and unbalanced, because then they're also more susceptible to her parlor tricks. Um,
0: Yep. Broaden your minds, my dear, and allow your eyes to see past the mundane.
1: Right. You've got a crooked sort of cross, Harry says to Ron. That means you're going to have trials and suffering. Sorry about that. But there's a great... But there's a thing that could be the sun. Hang on. That means great happiness. So you're going to suffer, but... Be very happy. They gave that line to Ron so, in the movie.
0: But Ron does it, does it better. He does
1: do it better. It's one good time to...
0: One time when I'm like, yeah. Makes sense.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, That's one of my favorite parts of yeah. the movie, actually. And then... <laughs> Especially Hermione in the middle, just like... Um,
1: <laughs> all the like, side eyes. Okay. Um, <laughs> like, but here's Ron coming up with some Ron-level sass. You need your inner eye tested, if you ask me. <laughs> Bravo, Ron. Um,
0: that's okay. Real quick, that's like one of the only things I like about the divination classes. Like when we see them in uh in this book, and then like later books too, is like how little they take it seriously, but they like make kind of make it fun for themselves. Yeah. In, in a way, like when they start making up their dreams for their homework <laughs> and shit. Um. But then I think that backfires because then Trelawney likes them so much that she's like, "Dudes, do, do more." <laughs> So, but yeah, I think that's like the yeah. Key thing, um, is they can bond over how we And like,
1: live. as we see in a couple of pages, like, they quickly discover, like, what makes Trelawney tick. And so they just give it to her and like, here you go. Like, mm-hmm. you love this, like, doom and gloom. Here's all the doom and the gloom. I think I'm gonna try. Exactly. I think I'm gonna dream about my death on Thursday or whatever they end up Damn. doing. Um,
0: like, I gonna, just, like I think I'm gonna like I think am gonna you're like, okay, yeah. cool. How
1: terrible can we make? It's this? Like
0: darn. Okay, well I'll do this yeah. instead. Like that.
1: Um, so Ron peered into Harry's teacup. There's a blob, a bit like a bowler hat. Maybe that. Maybe you're gonna work for the Ministry of Magic. Um, <laughs> but this way it looks more like an acorn. What's that? A windfall, unexpected gold, excellent. You can lend me some. And then there's here. That looks like an animal. Yeah, if it, if that was its head, it looks like a hippo. No, a sheep. Professor Trelawney whirled around as Harry let out a snort of laughter. Let me see that, Maria. Professor Trelawney was staring into the cup, rotating it counterclockwise. The falcon, my dear, you have a vi- you have a deadly enemy.
0: But everyone knows that," said Hermione in a loud whisper.
1: Professor Trelawney um, stared at Pres- her.
0: Well, they do. Everybody knows about Harry and you-know-who. Um,
1: Harry and Ron stared at her with a mixture of amazement and admiration. They had never heard Hermione speak to a teacher like that before. Um, I think this is goes a lot into where I started to really um, connect with Hermione. Um, mm-hmm. Which quickly fades away and... Um, Two books because my girl shows up but I always had that where it was like I really love school but what I really disliked about school was this like reverence given to teachers and like this I always got in trouble for like talking back or disrespecting a teacher when actually what I was doing was just, like I have questions like this doesn't add up like mm-hmm. I I Doubt, you know, and, like, I think because Hermione so values learning and values, um, knowledge, the, I like, she feels like Trelawney is disrespecting, like, what it means to teach and what, like, and, and what, and what, like, academia should be and what learning should be. And so then she doesn't, I she doesn't respect her, and so she doesn't feel the need to, like, you know, people say that she's like, sucks up. She doesn't suck up. She just looks up to these people. And yeah. she respects, like, the fact that they spend their lives learning and teaching. And because Trelawney doesn't do that or doesn't do it in the way that Hermione thinks is valid, like, she's like, I don't gotta, like, you're, you're wasting my time and you're, like, mm-hmm. sullying the name of Hogwarts. <laughs> and I, I, I fucks with that. Um, um, the club in attack, dear dear, this is not a happy cup.
0: I um, thought that was a bowler hat, said Ron.
1: The skull, danger in your path, my dear. Um,
0: um, everyone was staring transfixed at Professor Trelawney, who gave the t- cup a final turn, gasped, and then
1: screamed, <gasps> "My dear boy, my poor, my dear boy! No, no, it is kind enough to say no. Don't ask me."
0: What is it, Professor? Said Dean Thomas at once. Like, (laughs) exactly. Literally. And that's, like, the reaction that she wants. Like, don't ask me. She is, like, doing
1: the, like, 20 silent movie star, like, oh, Mm
0: no, I cannot.
1: You know, like, just.
0: Sinks into a vacant um, armchair, her glittering hand at her heart, and her eyes closed. Yeah. (laughs) She
1: is giving her best performance. And the Oscar goes to. um, My dear, you have the grim.
0: The what? The Harry. Grim, my dear,
1: the Grim, the giant spectral dog that haunts churchyards. my dear boy. It is an omen, the worst omen of death.
0: Um, I'm just gonna point out. You notice who didn't say that, and then we'll just keep going. Harry's stomach
1: it's like smoke with <laughs> The your brain. dog.
0: So, first of all, that's not even in the same scene. Second of all, I was trying to pass over that, and I don't understand your trolling. I don't appreciate it. I feel like I'm going to bench you now. (laughs) Um, That dog on the cover of Death Omens in Flourishing Blocks, the dog in the shadows of Magnolia Crescent. Lavender Brown clapped her hands to her mouth, too. Everyone was looking at er, at Harry, everyone except Hermione, who had gotten up and moved around to the back of, of Professor Trelawney's chair. I don't think it looks like a grim," she said flat. You'll
1: forgive me for saying so, my dear, but I perceive very little aura around you. Your very little receptivity to the resonances of the future. But she has the time um, turner, Seamus there, Mid- so she literally has the resonances of the future.
0: Ock. Awkward for her. <laughs> uh, or for Trelawney. Yeah. Seamus Finnegan was tilting his head from side to side. It looks like a grim if you do this, he said, with his eyes almost shut. But it looks like, it looks more like a donkey from here, he said, leaning to the left. When you've all finished deciding whether I'm going to die or not, said Harry, taking even himself by surprise. Now nobody w- seemed to want to look I at think
1: it. we will leave the lesson here for today. Yes, please pack away your things until we meet again. Fair fortune be yours. Oh, and dear, she pointed at Neville. You'll be late next time, so mind you work extra hard to catch up.
0: Which is like again self-fulfilling like Neville's gonna be like well my thing is if somebody said I was gonna be late look. so I would just be like well guess I'm gonna be late then <laughs> take my time at breakfast right it's the first class of the day <laughs>
1: so, I'm sleeping in
0: right and you calling me and you talking about you talking about I'm gonna be late great how late, <laughs> how, how, late how far exactly? can I push so this I set uh, my alarm. yeah
1: right <laughs> I am the worst at being right. late as we know Um, I don't know if we know about it. y'all trust tree
0: Shoot, I know. I know. you know.
1: I am literally never on time. It's, and I try really hard, which is the worst part about it, is I really try to be on time, and then I get very anxious about it, and then it's, like, twice as bad. Like, if someone told me I was going to be late, that actually might spur me on to be a little bit better, but I'd still be late. But. Now, if somebody was just
0: like, hey, by the way, I'll be late to class, I'd be like, okay, awesome. <laughs> That's just giving somebody a free extra 15 minutes to, like, sleep or, like, get ready or eat some food. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm saying. She should have kept it. Should have kept
1: it. So so they Um, all scurry out descending Professor Trelawney's ladder and make their way to transfiguration lessons. It took them so long to find her classroom that early as they had left divination, they were only just in time. I think it's really great, too. This is another, like... These very small like passages and stuff, they really like put personality in the Hogwarts and it's why I feel like I know mm-hmm. Hogwarts so well. And like the idea yeah. that they left this class early, but they are still like barely on time. They're still getting lost. It's their third year and they still don't know the castle inside and out really like right. helps you understand how awesome Hogwarts is. There is someone who is just all of the motorcycle noises, so I'm sorry about that.
0: <laughs> um, okay, so they get to the transfiguration lesson. Harry chose a seat right in the back of the room, feeling as though he was sitting in a very bright spotlight. The rest of the class kept shir- shooting furtive glances at him as though he were about to drop dead at any moment. He hardly heard what Professor McGonagall was telling them about oh. anime Guy. Um, wizards who could transform at will into animals and wasn't even watching when she transformed herself in front of her eye, in front of their eyes into a tabby cat with spectacle markings around her Amazing. eyes. Really, what has got into all of you today, said Professor McGonagall, turning herself back into herself with a faint pop and staring around at them all. Not that it matters, but that's the, ver- that's the first time my transformations not got applause from a class. I love her so much. She's like, she's like, hold up, y'all. I just did I just, like greatness. Most, I did like the dopest thing ever. And y'all nothing, nothing. And with that you? is
1: also how you're going to grow up to become Trelawney. Cause are Trelawney. Sorry. McGonagall, because you have like, no, no, no. That I, I paused there for applause and that didn't happen. And I need you to figure, I need you to explain to me why. Cause every time that I have a pause scheduled here, for applause and to and calm y'all down, it's scheduled and it didn't happen. And I need you to know why it did not happen.
0: I actually don't care about not applause, applause that but just like me.
1: this was supposed to happen, this didn't happen. We have to we have that's to figure so. out why.
0: Maybe I could see myself being McGonagle. I don't know if that's the right, uh, like the mm-hmm. reason, but.
1: She's yeah, also just like amazing and the goat. I'm
0: totally fine with that. I am not like that. It's is... not an
1: insult at all. Let someone no, call me McGonagall. No. Thank you.
0: i have be like, oh, really? Hair flip. Fifty. <laughs> <Sips laughs> um, tea. Hermione raised her hand. Please, Professor, we've just had our first divination lesson and we were reading the tea leaves. And, ah, of course, said Professor McGonagall, suddenly frowning. There's no need to say any more, Miss Granger. Tell me, which one of you will be dying this year? <laughs> Me, said Harry finally. I see. Then you'll know then you should know Potter, but Sybil Trelawney has predicted the death of one student a year since she arrived at this school. None of them has died yet. Seeing death omens is her favorite way of greeting a new class. If it were not for the fact that I never speak ill of my Goat. colleagues Mick
1: G but can we just talk about um, how she is like the quintessential big mama, like you didn't hear this from me. Can I
0: just yeah, can I finish <laughs> yeah, the yeah. thing and then yes, I agree. Um Professor McGonagall broke off and they saw her nostrils had gone white. She went on more calmly. Divination is one of the most imprecise branches of magic. I shall not conceal from you that I have very little patience with it. True seers are very rare. Professor Trelawney, she stopped again and said in a very matter-of-fact tone, You look in excellent health to me, Potter, so you will excuse me if I don't let you off homework tonight or today. I assure you that if you die, you need not hand it in.
1: Goat. McGee just dropping knowledge um but she is literally like that is like old woman you ain't heard this from me or i'm not one to say nothing wrong about church folk but (laughs) like like you said everything you needed to
0: say i'm not one to speak ill she said the most in the moments where she wasn't saying nothing you said everything because you could tell she was like going she was trying to make an effort to not saying something out of pocket so knew. that's how you knew what she was yeah it's like, like i what she thought was out of pocket.
1: i'm told you know you're never supposed to if you have nothing that's safe say nothing at all and she said nothing which <laughs> was like uh, well all right then but you still have people like i don't know do we know if lavender is um from a wizarding family or not do we know her i think she's half
0: um, I want to say she's half-blood, but I'm not 100 yeah. But we have
1: people like, Ron still looked very worried, and yeah. Lavender whispered, what about Neville's cup? Um, and when Transfiguration class had finished, they joined the crowd going to the Great Hall for lunch. Um, Hermione's trying to cheer Ron up. You heard what Professor McGonagall said. Like, for someone like Hermione, um, that's like, we heard all we need to know. Like, there's no, like, let's move on. McGonagall, someone I who is like, and knows what she's talking about, says that this isn't anything to worry about. So, why are we worrying about it? Um, mm-hmm. Ron, however, is still apprehensive. Harry, you haven't seen a great black dog anywhere, have you? Yeah, I have. I,
0: oh, this this is is yeah, night, this is that probably. much. Just
1: yeah, I have. I saw one the night I left the Dursleys. Probably a stray, said Hermione calmly. Hermione, if Harry's seen a Grim, that's bad. My... My uncle Bilius saw one and and he died twenty-four hours later. Coincidence, said Hermione airily, pouring herself some pumpkin juice. I don't you don't know what you're talking about. Grimm scared the living daylights out of most wizards. There you are, then said Hermione in a superior tone. You can see the grim and die of fright. The grim's not an omen, it's the cause of death. Harry's still with us because he's not stupid enough to see one and think, well, right, better kick the bucket. A, that's logic, but B, you just called someone's dead uncle stupid. So,
0: calm down a little bit. Wait, yeah, but also, (laughs) (laughs) we need to take
1: these because that was not there. No words there for you guys to, but you you knew what she did. You know, it's like McGonagall when she didn't say nothing. You know what happened. I mean, Um, I think. Divination Um, seems very woolly. A lot of guesswork, if you ask me.
0: There's nothing woolly about that. The Grim in that. You didn't seem
1: quite confident when you were telling Harry it was a sheep.
0: Professor Trelawney said you didn't have the right aura. You just don't like being bad at something for a change.
1: And
0: um, so this is really quickly. This is just like one of very of like many times (laughs) in this book where Ron hits below the belt. And whoa, too. okay, thank like, you. <laughs> Sorry. No, that's what I was going to say. No, no, no. I, I was saying Ron first yeah. because he said it in this moment, but, like, they both do this a lot in this book, and it's just, just, like, it gets really nasty, and it's, it's not even... They're not even really arguing about anything. Well, they're arguing anything. about... They are, I think, and this is... It's like, it's like their different philosophies and, like, their different belief systems in their lives and it's like, they always... And, like, their personalities, they always come into a clash and it's like, this year and, like, this moment is when it's, like, the most, like...
1: This is also, though, one of the moments when, um... Like, it just
0: comes up a lot. It's, like, most... This
1: is also the moment, though, when I was, like um because i was reading these books when this one come this one came out in 99 so i'm like about to i'm a junior or i'm in junior high i'm about to start high school and this Mm -hmm. is so i'm a little bit no i'm about the same age i'm because i'm about the same age as all of them um harry and ron and hermione um yeah
0: oh wait time out sorry this is the thing it has nothing to do with this but it has to do with Harry Potter so you know what's really funny about the Mm first child is that it's set in the future
1: 19 because it's no it's past 18 years
0: no 19 years it's 19 years later from 98 so that's like that's not 2016 yes it is it's 2017 I think oh James just went to Hogwarts last year
1: oh okay Time Sorry. travel. It's
0: it's stupid, but that was a thing that popped in my head like one time, except I think I was going to sleep, so obviously <laughs> I didn't
1: say um, but yeah, the but I sleep. was this is also the book though that really set up to me that Hermione and Ron would be the romantic couple or would have because they're not that they needed to, and I'm, I also, like, really, truly feel this as I'm older now. It's, like, the idea that all these people married someone they met when they were 11 is ridiculous. Like, <laughs> just, like, why couldn't they have dated, you know, broke up, and we remain friends or whatever, like normal people do. But mm-hmm. um, you don't get this offended and this upset by someone if you don't care for them, right? Like, we've talked about this. So many times, like, if I don't mess with you, I don't mess with you. And there are so many times in this book um, where they clash and they hit below the belt, like you said, but they've been through a lot together and their friendship is, like, solid enough that they're not going to just, like, throw it away, even though at times Harry being stuck in the middle kind of wants him to be like, can y'all just do something and leave me out of it, right? (laughs) Like, either be friends or don't be friends, but I don't need to be, like in this tug of war and this is like the first book um that start that really start you know they always have like they picked at each other before um but i
0: mean they weren't even friends the, at the beginning of yeah. the
1: series but like in, in book yeah. two though they picked they picked at each other and like ron you know Is very sassy and in the same way that Harry is in the same way that Hermione is, which is why they're basically you know Mm -hmm. um, they have
0: a. But it's also why they. Yeah, exactly. So
1: like they're similar, like the things that make that are similar about them when they're together, facing out, you know, like when they're a unified Mm -hmm. group fighting against someone externally really help them. When they're fighting internally, it really hurts because they go too far or you know yeah and they know exactly what to do to go too far but they're also 13 and they don't know "Eh, i shouldn't do that yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) i'm like "Mm, maybe i should pull my tongue um he had touched a nerve hermione slammed her Mancy book down on the table to so hard that bits of meat and carrot flew everywhere if being good at divination means i have to pretend to see death omens in a lump of tea leaves i'm not sure i'll be studying it much longer That lesson was absolute rubbish compared with my Arithmancy class. She snatched up her bag and stalked away. Ron frowned after her. What's she talking about? She hasn't been to Arithmancy class yet. Uh Aha! Yes, she has. Um, So Harry was pleased to get out of the castle after lunch. Yesterday's rain had cleared. The sky was clear, pale gray, and the grass was springy and damp underfoot as they set off for the first ever Care of Magical Creatures class. Ron and Hermione weren't speaking to each other. Harry walked beside them in silence as they went down the sloping lawns to Hagrid's hut on the edge of the Forbidden Forest. Um, It was only when he spotted three, only two familiar backs ahead of him that he realized they must be having these classes with the Slytherins. Um, Which, y'all just gotta stop doing that. Like, come on, Dumbledore. It's not working. They're
1: trying to teach them um, conflict resolution skills. It's It's not not working, working. but that's what the point is. (laughs) Um, Come on, now, get a move on. Hagrid called Um, with Fang, the boarhound, at his heels. Got a real treat for you today. Great lesson coming up. Everyone here, right, follow me. Um, For one nasty moment, Harry thought Hagrid was going to lead them into the forest. Harry had had enough unpleasant experiences in there to last him a lifetime. Yet, not the last time he'll be in the forest. Um, (laughs) However, Hagrid strolled off around the edge of the trees and five minutes later, they found themselves outside a kind of paddock. There was nothing in there. Everyone gather around the fence here. That's it. Make sure you can see. Now, first thing you want to do is open your books. How? Said a cold, drawing voice from Draco Malfoy. And the thing that I hate the most...
0: Is that he's right.
1: Yep. In my book. He's not wrong.
0: No. Huh? Wrong. Said
1: Hagrid. How do we open our books? He said repeatedly. He took out his copy, which he had bound shut with the length of rope. Other people took those out, too. Like Harry or other people stick their back too. Some like Harry had belted their books shut, others had crammed them inside tight bags or clamped them together with binder clips. Hasn't anyone been able to open their books? said Hagrid, looking crestfallen. The class all shook their heads. The class all shook their heads. You've got to stroke them. What? He took Hermione's copy, ripped off the spell-o-tape that bound it, which look at Hermione um spell-o-tape. Uh the book tried to bite, but Hagrid, Hagrid ran a giant forefinger down its spine. The book shivered and then fell open and lay quiet in his hands. Oh, how silly we've been, Malfoy sneered. We should have stroked them. Why didn't we guess? Which is, like, valid. Like, you don't have to be...
0: You're right, but you don't have to you don't have to be an asshole about it. Like, exactly. Why? Why, gotta, why are you watching? Like why you it?
1: gotta be an asshole about it. Um... I thought it would be funny he said uncertainly to Hermione. Why are you looking at Hermione for um, reassurance though? She's 13. She's 13. You 60. Ish. 63. 63. Look at all this like how nice and neat it all is. (laughs) (laughs) Shut up, Malfoy, said Harry quietly. "Um, Right then, said Hagrid, who seems to have lost his thread. So you got your books and now you need the magical creature. So I'll go get them. Hang on. God, this place is going to the dog, said Malfoy loudly. That oaf teaching classes? My father will have a fit when I tell him. Shut up, Malfoy, Harry repeated. Careful, Potter, there's a dementia behind you. Ooh, said Lavender Brown. Squilt Lavender Brown, pointing toward the opposite side of the pack. When I first read this, I thought that she was, like, hopping in and making fun. Oh, right no, up. I thought she was, like, ooh. Oh, I'll make and I was, fun. like, Lavender.
0: Right.
1: What did we tell Neville a couple <laughs> chapters ago? Like, solidarity. God damn it. <laughs> um, so, coming towards them were a dozen of the most bizarre creatures Harry had ever seen. They had the bodies, hind legs, and tails of horses, but the front legs, wings, and heads of what seemed to be giant eagles. With cruel, steel-colored beaks and large, brilliantly orange eyes. They sound so pretty. Um, the talons of their front legs were a half foot long and deadly looking. Each of the beasts had a thick collar around its neck, each, which was attached to a long chain, and the ends of all of those were held in the vast hands of Hagrid, who came jogging into the paddock behind the creatures. This is like a good reminder of how huge Hagrid is. That he's like, and also how.
0: Are you clicking your pen? Am I
1: clicking? No. Your
0: pin? Oh, happening oh. For a second, never mind.
1: That's my uh computer. Yeah. Sorry, I just want to. Oh God. I it. just want to make sure that my um recording hasn't messed up anywhere. Um,
0: got
1: it. Sorry. So this is just re- like a good reminder of one how good Hagrid is with animals, but two how big he is because hippogriffs are big. Like you know we we hear like even in this um. Oh, what is the word I'm looking for? In this description, they have, like, they're half horse, half giant eagle. Horses are not small. And he's got 12 of them. And all that is, all he has keeping them together is his, him holding them by, the, by a leash on the neck. And mm. given everything, like, that shouldn't, it's like holding a dragon by a leash on the neck. It's like, that's cute or whatever, but that dragon is just doing that because... It wants to like the minute it decides it doesn't want to be here,
0: right? Because yeah, them. <laughs>
1: like, but
0: they, they like, like exactly,
1: which is why I'm saying it's a it's a two things of like he's able to even carry twelve leash leashed hippogriffs, but also mm. like he's so good with them that they're just like we'll let you play along, we'll play along with this whole leash thing if you say so, <laughs> just because it's you, Hagrid, right. but you know they're that's not doing nothing.
0: Mm-hmm. Hippogriffs, Haggard wore happily, waving a hand at them. Beautiful, aren't they? Harry could sort of see what Hagrid meant. Once you got over the first shock, it, shock of seeing something that was half hearse, horse, horse, half-bird, you started to appreciate the hippogriffs' gleaming coats changing smoothly from feather to hair, um, each of them a different color, stormy gray, bronze, pinkish roan, gleaming chestnut, and inky black. So, said Hagrid, if you want to come a bit nearer. No one seemed to want to. Harry, Ron, and Hermione, however, approached the fence cautiously. Now, first thing you gotta know about hippogriffs is, they're proud, said Hagrid. Easily offended hippogriffs are. Don't never insult one, because it might be the last thing you do. Malfoy, Crabbe, and Goyle weren't listening. They were talking in an undertone, and Harry had a nasty feeling they were plotting how best to disrupt the lesson. You always wait for the hippogriff to make the first move, Hagrid continued. It's polite, see? You walk toward them, and you bow and you wait. If he bows back, you're allowed to touch him. If he doesn't bow, then get away from him sharpish because those talons hurt. Right. So here's the thing
1: is, this is actually a pretty good lesson. Like, he tells him, like, he Mm -hmm. tells him in order what's happening, but he's not paying attention to whether or not the whole class is paying attention. attention. Right? And so, Mm -hmm. like... He's looking at Harry, Ron, and Hermione because they were the only ones that really kind of stepped up. But... Um, he should be looking... Like, he should also be clocking the fact that Malfoy, Crab, and Goyle are not paying attention. Because, mm-hmm. like he said, them talons hurt. <laughs> so... Um, yes, exactly. And that is, again, the lessons you need to learn as a teacher. Um, so... Um, most of the class backed further away in answer. Even Harry and Hermione had misgivings. The hippogriffs were tossing their fierce heads and flexing their powerful wings. They didn't seem to like being tethered like this. Um, I'll do it, said Harry. Uh, there was an intake of breath from behind him, and both Lavender and Pravati whispered, Oh no, Harry, remember your tea leaves. They're Shut adorable. Up.
0: Like, why?
1: They why? are, but they are 13 year old girls. But they, They're
0: annoying.
1: What, what part of. I just said that. They're 13 year old girls' equals, they're annoying. But I know.
0: I know how well written. They've actually always got Well yeah,
1: because they're the they're the they're the like clicky giggly girls that no one can stand.
0: Yeah, and they just they're like (laughs) how unnecessary half the time. I'm like
1: But they're so well written.
0: (laughs) They are. They are
1: definitely the girls Um, that are gonna be on Withered Gossip Girl or like pretty little liars. Pretty little witch liars. Um (laughs)
0: Oh, boy. Um, okay. Easy now, Harry. Er, yeah. Easy now, Harry, said Hagrid quietly. You've got eye contact. Now try not to blink. Hypocrites don't trust you if you blink too much. Harry's eyes immediately began to water, but he didn't shut them. Buckbeak had turned his great sharp head and was staring at Harry with one fierce orange eye. Oh, I skipped the part where Hagrid said that he gets to meet Buckbeak. Buckbeak is
1: is Hagrid's favorite, Um, too. Um...
0: And he's the best. So
1: Headwig, can you he handle this? Crookshanks, can you handle this? Buckbeak, can you handle this? I don't think Wizard Team can handle this. I don't think can handle this. Woo! I don't
0: think you're ready hippogriff. for this. Hippogriff. I don't ready. think you're
1: ready it's for magic. this magic. I don't <laughs> think you're ready for this. Cause this hippogriff is bootylicious. <laughs> 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 we'll work on it. We'll work on it.
0: It's, it's one of these days, y'all. we going to have a whole ass song. It's going to be awesome. Um, okay. That's it, said Hagrid. That's it, Harry. Now bow. Harry didn't feel much like exposing the back of his neck to Buckbeak, but he did as he was told. He gave a short bow and then looked up. The hippogriff was still staring haughtily at him. It didn't move. Ah, said Hagrid, sounding worried. Right. Back away now, Harry. Easy does it. But then to Harry's enormous surprise, the hippogriff suddenly bent his scaly front knees and sank into what was an unmistakable bow. Well done, Harry, said Hagrid decidedly. Um, right, now you can touch him. Pat his beak, go on. Feeling that a better reward would have been to back <laughs> away, Harry moved slowly to the hippogriff and reached out toward it. He patted the beak several times, and the hippogriff closed its eyes lazily, as though enjoying it. The class broke into applause, all except Malfoy, Crab and Goyle, who were looking deeply disappointed. So even all the other Slytherins were like, yeah, hey, respect um <laughs> right then harry said Hagrid, i reckon he might let you ride him this was more than harry had bargained for he was used to a broomstick but he wasn't sure a hippogriff would be quite the same um you climb up there just behind the wing joint and mind you don't pull out any of his feathers he won't like that um harry put his foot on the top of buckbeak's wing and hoisted himself onto his back buckbeak stood up harry wasn't sure whether to hold on everything in front of him was covered with feathers "'Go on, then,' roared Hagrid. "'Without warning, 12-foot wings flapped on either side of Harry. He "'He just had time to seize the hippogriff around the neck "'before he was soaring upward. "'It was nothing like a broomstick, and Harry knew which one he preferred. "'The hippogriff's wings beat uncomfortably on either side of him, "'catching him under his legs and making him feel he was about to be thrown off. "'The glossy feathers slipped under his fingers, "'and he didn't dare get a stronger grip.' Instead of the smooth action of his Nimbus 2000, he felt himself rocking backward and forward um, at hind quarter, as the hindquarters of the hippogriff rose and fell with his wings. Buckpeak flew him around the paddock once, then headed back to the ground. There was a bit Harry had been dreading. He leaned back as the smooth neck lowered, feeling he was going to slip off over the beak, then felt a heavy thud as the four ill-assorted feet um, hit the ground. He had just managed to hold on and push himself straight again. Good work, Harry, roared Hagrid, as everyone, except Malfoy, Crabbe, and Goyle cheered. Okay, who wants to go? Emboldened by Harry's success, the rest of the class climbed cautiously into the paddock. Hagrid untied the hippogriffs one by one, and soon people were bowing nervously all over the paddock. Neville ran repeatedly back from backward from his, which didn't seem to want to bend its knees. Ron and Hermione practiced on the chestnut while Harry watched. Um... No, keep
1: going. Um Malf- yeah. well here we go. Malfoy Crap and okay. had taken over Buckbeat. He had bowed to Malfoy, who was now patting his beak looking disdainful. Um this is very easy. I knew it must have been if Potter could do it. I bet you're not dangerous at all, are you? Are you, you great ugly brute? And like Idiot. Yes. Um there this is different than the m- The Doctor would never take never,
0: Tartars.
1: Never. But this is also like different than the movie where Malfoy just like walks up to him and doesn't do, like, you know, at least they have the sense to, like, bow and stuff, but it's the same, I mean, it's just a quicker way of getting the same thing across, which is Malfoy completely Mm -hmm. discounting Hagrid as a teacher and completely discounting, and this is a little bit of umbrage in him and all, like, haughty wizards, I guess, but completely discounting
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um, the feelings of another creature that isn't a wizard you know, and...
0: Right. And yeah. And
1: it's dangerous. And, and, as, <laughs> and as, as Umbridge finds out right. with the um, centaurs, and he finds out here, it's like... And whoever crosses Dobby finds out <laughs> <will> die. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's dangerous, and um, every creature deserves respect, no matter what you think of them. Um, Buckbeat, like, quickly... It happened in a flash of mm-hmm. steely talons.
0: Malfoy got Malfoy let head. out a
1: high-pitched scream and the next moment Hagrid was wrestling buckbeat back into his collar as he strained to get to Malfoy who lay curled in the grass blood blossoming over his robes. I'm dying I'm dying look at me it's killed me. You're not dying
0: That's what you get "As But,
1: you know. but also you're not dying <laughs> Someone help me oh. I gotta get him out of here um, Hermione ran to hold open the gate as Hagrid lifted Malfoy carefully. As they passed, Harry saw that there was a long, deep gash on Malfoy's arm. Blood splattered the grass, and Harry ran er, Hagrid ran with him up the slope toward the castle. Very shaken, care the care of magical creatures class followed at a walk. The Slytherins were all shouting, "They should fire him straight away!" It was Malfoy's fault. snapped Dean Thomas. Crab and Goyle flexed their muscles threateningly. I'm gonna go. S-
0: like, is yeah. that all they do? Like, I know it is, they but it's like, They are not very
1: bright lines. I'm going to go see if he's okay, said no Pansy, way. and they all watched her run up the marble staircase. The Slytherins still muttering about Hagrid headed away in the direction of their dungeon common rooms. Harry, Ron, and Hermione proceeded up the stairs to Gryffindor Tower. Do you think he'll be all right? Said Hermione nervously. Of course he will. Madame Pomfrey can mend cuts in about a second. That was a really bad thing to happen in Hagrid's first class though wasn't it trust Malfoy to mess things up for him um so they're worried about Hagrid but this is also kind of interesting because no one's worried about Buckbeak yet and
0: right and well I think the thing is is that they wouldn't think that anything would happen yeah. to Buckbeak you know what I mean like on the face of it like yeah it's, it's it's um it's bad that like Buckbeak injured Malfoy and it's bad that like Malfoy got injured but the blame would be on like to any like regular ass person would be on Malfoy for threat for like um, offending the, the hippogriff for not listening. But it's Hagrid's fault. Yeah, it's like on. His but body. it also
1: goes kind yeah. of towards what you and were then saying. Also,
0: the other thing is like they're like they wouldn't fire they wouldn't fire him, would they? Um, but also it's like okay, think about like he got hired by Dumbledore. Yeah. Dumbledore <laughs> gives no fucks.
1: Literally zero fucks. But also this kind of goes into what you were talking about with, um, the Dementor's last chapter about like, it's in their nature, you know, like nature versus, um, Mm -hmm. like how much can you really go outside of what's in your nature? And this is also where it's like, Dumbledore gives no fucks, true, but Hagrid as a teacher, um... Told them exactly what to do and what not to do, which was they're very proud. Right.
0: And what would happen yeah. if they did like do not offend them because yeah. they will the hurt. Their talents period. No, oh they might or oh he no. He said, like, those no, talents
1: hurt. hurt you. And what happened to Malfoy? He got yeah. them talents. So He did. You know, but also then it goes into privilege and who you know, and access because had that happened to say Ron, I feel like Molly and Arthur would be like, "Didn't Hagrid tell you that them talons would hurt, what boy? Um, exactly. What is wrong with you? What's wrong with
0: you?" Whereas like, whereas like Lucius takes this as a moment to like, mm-hmm. and Draco they get take rid that of someone that they just
1: they dislike. Um, but really also like it's that. is another um, allegory to real life, which is Draco is not responsible or what Draco's actions aren't taken into account he's not responsible for his actions and so it's all someone else's fault Mm -hmm. like no blame is put on him for how Mm -hmm. he or for what he did okay so um
0: uh well you can't say it wasn't an interesting first day back said Ron gloomily they went up to the crowded Gryffindor common room after dinner and tried to do the homework Professor McGonagall had given them but all three of them kept breaking off and glancing out the tower window there's a light on in Hagrid's window, Harry said suddenly. Ron looked at his watch. If we hurried, we can go down to see him. It's still quite early. I don't know, Harry or Hermione said slowly, and Harry saw her glance at him. I'm allowed to walk across the grounds, he said pointedly. Sirius Black hasn't gone past the Dementors here, has he? So they put uh, their things away and headed out of the portrait hole. Um, they got to Hagrid's hut and knocked, and a voice growled come in. Hagrid was sitting in, the shirt, in his shirt sleeves at the his scrubbed wooden table his boarhound fang had his head in hagrid's lap one uh, look told them that hagrid had been drinking a lot there was a pewter tanker um, tankard almost as big as a bucket in front of him and he seemed to have be having difficulty getting them to focus getting them into focus sorry is the record he said thickly don't recognize they've ever had a teacher who only lasted a day before you haven't been fired hagrid not yet but it's only a matter of time isn't it after malfoy um, how is he? It, it wasn't serious, was it? Madame Pomfrey fixed him up as best she could. But he's saying He's still in agony, covered in bandages, moaning. He's faking it, said Harry at once. Madame Pomfrey can mend anything. She regrew half my bones last year. Trust Malfoy to True. milk it for all it's worth. Schooled governors have been told, of course, um, which I just want to point out is a quicker response than, and all of this is a much quicker response than what right? happened when the Chamber of Secrets was opened. Um, with <laughs> <best of my laughs> They reckon I started too big. Shoulda left Hippogriffs for later, done Flabberwerbs or Summit. Just thought it'd make a good first lesson. It's all my fault. It's all Malfoy's fault, Hagrid said Hermione earnestly. We're witnesses, said Harry. You said Hippogriffs attack if you insult them. That's Malfoy's problem, he wasn't listening. We'll tell Dumbledore what really happened. You don't worry, Hagrid, we'll back you up, said Ron. Tears leaked out of the crinkled corners of Hagrid's beetle-black eyes. He grabbed both Harry and Ron and pulled them into a bone-breaking hug. I think you had enough to drink, Hagrid, said Hermione firmly. Or maybe she's right, said Hagrid, letting go of Harry and Ron, who both staggered away, rubbing their ribs. Um, Hagrid heaved himself out of his chair and followed Hermione unsteadily outside. They heard a loud splash. What's he done, said Harry nervously. Stuck his head in a water barrel, said Hermione. Hagrid came back, his long hair and beard sopping wet, wiping the uh, water out of his eyes. That's better. Listen, it was good of you to come and see me. I really... Haggard stopped dead, staring at Harry as though he had just realized he was there. What do you think you're doing here, eh? He roared, so suddenly that they jumped a foot in the air. You're not to go wandering around after dark, Harry, and you two, letting him. Haggard strode over to Harry, grabbed his arm, and pulled him to the door. Come on, he said. Um, I'm taking you back up to the castle, or up to the school, and don't let me catch you walking down to see me after dark again. I'm not. Worried. This
1: is a lot. I have. It is. I don't know. I have the same thoughts that I have every single time, which is...
0: So, so there's one thing is that they purposely left before it was dark out. So I don't understand, how you gotta chill. Like, the sun's yeah. okay, but they're... And also, when is their curfew? I don't... Know. Like, I don't... They... Think, like, I think... I think it's, like, fairly early, but they were... This is one of those times Mm-mm. when they weren't sneaking out. Like, they were like, oh, we have enough time, let's go. Um...
1: Yeah, but then this is also, right. like, going back to, like, Hermione, a 13-year-old, being, like, you've had enough to drink and tossing out your rum. It's, like, that is inappropriate exactly. on so many levels. I will say mm-hmm. it until I'm blue in the face. And I think
0: that that's part of the reason he yeah. has this reaction. And, like, part of it is they did come visit him and he was already drunk. And that's, yeah. like, what it was. Like, he was by himself. He didn't go to yeah. Hogwarts and get drunk. I like, go to the castle and get drunk. But also... Um, I think that that's kind of what happened is that he realized he was falling back into the same kind of like relationship that they l- normally have. And then in his head, he yeah. like, Oh shit, I'm a teacher. And I'm already getting in trouble for like this, like super big thing that just happened on my first day. And now I have these kids in here and I'm drunk. And this yeah. isn't like, I'm a teacher. Like I'm not supposed to have this kind of relationship. So I'm thinking it's kind of like, It clicked for him in his head like, oh wait. And then on top of that, Notorious Mass Murderer Series Black is on the loose. um, (laughs) Yes, and we don't want
1: Harry out and about while the Notorious Mass Murderer Series Black is around and loose. But um, Mm -hmm. it's very, like, it's still very kind and good of Harry, Hagrid and, Hagrid, Harry, Ron, and Hermione to, like, come Mm -hmm. down and check on Hagrid. Um, And everything that they said was true and was good, but also, like, that that it's really hard to break down a relationship that you've had set up, all of a sudden, right? So those like you're gonna you're gonna like fall exactly. back into that like, but it's Hagrid. We want to make sure that he's good. Like we have this
0: mm-hmm.
1: great relationship with him, and so it's different. Um, and that is kind of the problem with being that having that having set that relationship up. From the jump. So right. all right, so who did you bench? Duh. Draco. He's a fuckboy and he
0: needs some chill.
1: Draco is over there on Wizard YouTube channel right next to Hotep Ernie talking about how these witches ain't loyal and like, you know, like I I was up there with that hippogriff and no no no, 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 no. He's he a white fuck boy. A white boy. He, he crying, talking about how pansy don't ever bring him nothing. And, and exactly, he he a fuck boy. He's not hotep, but he's the worst. Um, he's the worst, right next to each other on Wizard YouTube, full uh-huh. of the worst. All his feelings all yeah. out everywhere, and everybody else got to just bow to the whim of his feelings and not.
0: Um... Ron! Who's your MVP?
1: I was, like, kind of, like, waffling. Ron. I initially said the twins, because they had cheered Harry up in the beginning of the chapter, but Ron is, like, consistently Ron in this chapter. It's funny. I made uh,
0: Hermione my MVP. <laughs>
1: She's consistently because Hermione? Because I
0: was just, <laughs> she She's consistently Hermione, and, um... She's, yeah, I just, I love her. And this is, like, a chat. you know, we get the beginnings of her, like, overachieving and using, ta- like, of all the things you use time travel for, it's to take more classes, and it's so <laughs> amazing, and I love her for it. Um, and then also just, like, her... I don't know, she's just staying to herself, like, her use of logic. I mean, there's also this small moment that we don't talk about, but when Hagrid, like, when Draco gets hurt... And Hagrid has to take him to the hospital wing. She's Mm the one who goes to the gate and opens it and lets them leave. So it's just like little things like that where, like, okay, she doesn't like. She recognizes, like, what's happening and it. Exactly. And that's, you know, somebody needs to help. Whereas, like, Ron and Harry would have been like, (laughs) He good. So just throw (laughs) him him over there, throw him over the paddock, he'll be good. Um,
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I, um, yeah, Um, again, we are who we are. And it makes complete sense. Um, so let us know who you yep. bench and who is your MVP for chapter six, Talons and Tea Leaves. Um, mm-hmm.
0: Next week, we will be discussing chapter seven of Harry Potter and the Prisoner of Azkaban. What? The Bonner in the Wardrobe. What? Which means more Remus. What? More Remus. Um, it also sure means it Snape in a dress. Um, also, we get Snape in a dress. It's awesome. We haven't seen Snape at all, except for yep. that one look he gave Remus this whole time. That's the only reason he hasn't been benched.
1: Way would go? You know, good for him. Six whole okay, chapters, more, and you haven't been benched. This is a record.
0: Good job, Snape. <laughs> Congratulations.
1: All you need to do is sit down and it's shut amazing. up. Amazing. And you good.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure that might change next, ep- next episode, but I can't yeah, it's it's if he's in that chapter. Other yeah, than, like, it's other seven or matter, eight, but it, it changes. That. Doesn't matter.
1: Very quickly. Yeah,
0: very quickly. Um, if you would like to join the conversation on Twitter, add us at We Black and Nerds hashtag Wizard Team. Join our Facebook group. Check out our stuff on blackgirlsnetout.com dot com. Um, I'm on Twitter at Yana underscore Hollows. Robin's on Twitter at underscore Robin or at Robin underscore Ravenclaw. Um, Robin with a Y. <laughs> <Yana> with <laughs> <Yana>. <laughs>
1: See you next week.